Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. This one, we're going to be talking about the uh, Thor movie, uh, the first Thor, Thor 1, whatever you want to call it. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and today I'm joined by Rob Alessiani. Hello. Keen Cobb. I want a horse. <laughs> and who we got? Michael Henley. Give me another. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get to Thor, uh, I want to talk about shows. We got live shows coming to Philadelphia what? for the first time in 14 months, almost 15 months for Man. a couple of these shows. Uh, the weekend of June 11th, June 11th, 12th, and 13th, we're going to have some live comedy, finally. Crossroads Comedy Theater, not just podcasts and online shows. We're actually going to be adding, finally, live shows to the mix. Study Hall Comedy Inspired by Lectures, Not Yet Rated Improvised Movie, Extra, Extra, and some other stuff throughout the weekend. Again, that's June 11th through the 13th in Philly. More information at xroadscomedy.com. And also, because we got Keen here, I want to mention... Third episode of Locking Up, a black wrestling podcast, has dropped. Uh, so you can check that out. Uh, Keen, what's happening in this one? Uh, we develop our very own all black uh, wrestling stables, uh, teams for people that don't pay attention to wrestling. Uh, and we, we pick from different eras. And um, not to be, not to toot my own horn, but I think my team's the best. So there's a theme with it. They're all great individuals in the ring and out of the ring. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely worth a listen. Cool. And you can get that wherever you listen to your podcast, though it will always drop first on xroadscomedy.com. It takes several hours, sometimes even a day, for different RSS feeds to uh, to pull from it, especially iTunes. It's notoriously slow for some reason. Because I'm be hating. That's why. What, yeah. what was that, Rob? So that's how they get you. That is how they get you. They get us each each time. All right. Uh, and again, also before we talk about Thor, the Eternals teaser dropped today. So what yeah. are your thoughts? I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm 100% in. I uh, I love that this, it almost, it, if you didn't know that this was a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, you could have watched the trailer and, and just thought like, this looks like, like what's going on here? This is some time travel-y, Mm -hmm. uh you know super group nonsense and i'm i'm all about it uh i'm very curious how deep they're gonna it seems like they're gonna go real deep into like the lore of the eternals and i'm curious if it's gonna be like a linear thing or if they're gonna like jump back and forth as i imagine they will um and i think this is gonna be this is gonna almost gonna be like as close as the mcu gets to like a silmarillion silmarillion but mm -hmm. we're gonna find out a lot of like who's pulling the strings from way back and maybe like the, the original source of superpowers on the planet. So, mm -hmm. and the cast looks just dope as hell. The, the Rob, Rob Stark and Jon Snow reunited. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, I didn't realize Kit was in there. Yeah, he's in there too. Oh shit. All right, Michael. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I think it looks great. I think it looks very, very exciting. Cast is fantastic. Um, it brings a little bit of kind of, kind of awe i think a little bit mm -hmm. you know like i, I was out the, the song choice is 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 tight um this is a really really fun i mean i went from excited about this movie because i like the filmmakers and i like the cast just be like the, after this teaser i'm excited for this movie as a movie this looks really fun Keen, hot off the screen yeah. for you hot off the screen so this is like <laughs> fresh fresh baked in love uh so yeah, man, uh, very similar to what Michael just said is just um, 
it looks like a great just movie theater movie if you don't understand what i'm mm-hmm. saying where it's like yeah you can watch it at home and like it'll be great but like the colors the designs the um the uh, the presentation of it like uh every they look like a team but they all look individual at the same time which i love that uh and it just looks like a perfect movie uh to like get lost in and even though 2020 is over it still affects from it so this is like the perfect movie to just turn your brain off and just dive in so i i'm really excited really really excited for this yeah i agree with all that uh it looks like a beautiful movie visually amazing uh this is the first movie directed by an oscar winner if i'm not mistaken uh so hell yeah um and yeah i saw rob stark did not see uh kit in there but i'm looking forward to to that but yeah an amazing cast too such an eclectic mix of people uh which i guess for the eternals you would you would want you know what i realized we've gotten to a point where seeing that Angelina Jolie is going to be in something now feels like a big deal again. <laughs> like I was like, Oh God, she's, she kind of feels like royalty now. And I think she's playing royalty. I had to check my backstory for things, but. Um, Queen yeah, Lara like, Croft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so like, yeah, this is a stacked cast and um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious because the watchers are eternals, right? Am I correct in that? Marvel. I think so. I think they're technically Eternals. They're like a version of yeah. Yes, it's it's like a it's like a all. I think all Watchers are Eternals, but not all Eternals are Watchers. I think that's how it shakes. I wish Tab was here as always. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. to correct me and keep us on the straight and narrow. But um, speaking uh, of speaking of I'm straight and narrow, see a lot too. Speaking of straight and narrow, uh, I'm gonna take a huge left turn. And because now you brought it up, I can't wait for the What If series because uh, when I was a kid and I came across a few different What If like comic books, it literally blew my bleeping mind. Like Mm -hmm. the one where the one I can remember the most is like, what if I think Storm and 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 Wolverine never joined the X-Men or something really Mm -hmm. deep like that. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I don't know, man. Like I I understood. Huh? They were the best. it was like, because I understood storytelling to a point when I was a kid, but to just take something that was like, this is what it is, and be like, nope, this is what it could have been. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. huh? So yeah. I can't wait for, I can't wait for that. Yeah, yeah that's going to be dope. What if it, it always felt like Marvel fanfic? Uh-huh. Uh, just taking those taking those worlds and, and mushing them together. Like, it would have and it's also, fought it's also- Storm. It's also before they decided, like, well, we can just have actual universes where we can play what if and just make them yeah. like big, drawn out universes and call it Earth, whatever mm. the hell number. Uh, you know, ultimate, ultimate Marvel, all that universe was basically just a giant what if. Yeah. And some great stuff came from. So, yeah, that, that series is going to be, I'm, re- I'm ready to see T'Challa as Star Lord. That's, that's what's up. <laughs> uh, all right, let's jump into Thor. Uh, and we're talking about Thor because Loki is coming up. So we're trying to revisit some of the things that Loki played a major, major role in. Not everything that he was in, but just some of the things and get a, a deeper understanding of uh, what's the deal with Loki. Uh, so first impressions, Keen, of uh, of Thor. This is my third or fourth watch of Thor. And 
I really believe Thor is getting the raw end of the stick sometimes where it comes like maybe it's a personal thing, but like out of all the Avengers growing up, all the Avengers, Thor didn't excite me as much as like everybody else because it, it seemed even though the, the Hulk was just mad and green and big, Thor seemed too simple. It was like, all right, he's a he's a he's a god, a god of thunder. He can fly, blah, 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 cool, whatever. But like the more and more I've uh, I've watched this movie, the more I've enjoyed uh, Tom Hiddleston even more, um, and the the swift chain. It was swift, but it was is a good good reason reasoning for it. But the swift change of attitude that Thor went goes through in this movie, he really grew the fuck up. Uh, so I I, I think even though, even though it gets clowns sometimes, it's like oh you don't have to watch the Thor's. You should. It's definitely worth it to really understand. Plus, uh, this the sequel is huge for for <laughs> Endgame. It's so big, but people probably didn't watch it and were confused by it. But yeah, I really enjoyed the third watch. Michael, yeah, I've um, I you know, I um, I think this is my third or fourth. I think I revisited this movie often, especially like whenever another like Avengers movie comes out. Basically, just like, well, it's kind of time to watch all of them, basically. And and sometimes I've actually even fallen through on uh, fell through on, on doing all of them. But um, uh, my thing about Thor is um, it's like watching this movie is ten years old as of this month, um, and um, with the way these early Marvel movies go, it's like watching like the first episode of a like a long running sitcom. We were like, oh wow, Kramer is kind of a different character, and oh, Elaine's doesn't even exist yet, and like, and this thing's kind of different, and things like that. So I kept watching this, going like, oh my god, they're so young, and also that you know, for some of the, I feel like they kind of twigged a little bit later on for some of the things that we really enjoy out of some. Like Tom Hiddleston's great in this movie, but I think they really discovered like right around the first Avengers that like, you know what really works for Loki is when you make him kind of hapless and kind of like frustrated because he's got a lot of comic skills. And like this movie doesn't really play to that. Um, but that's fine. They're still playing. They're still kind of finding the character. Um, I love the stuff on Asgard. I think it's really beautifully directed and all that stuff. I'm kind of lukewarm on the stuff on Earth because I'm sure we're going to get to it because it kind of goes very, very jokey, jokey. Um, uh, and, and, and maybe a couple other things like with the Natalie Portman stuff and all that stuff. But I mean, I think what it needs to do, I think it does really, really well. Just, just introduce us to the world and Thor. And I think, again, the casting is superb. Mm -hmm. Rob. Um, yeah, I think that this is a, I, I think this is also like my third or fourth time. And I don't know why this is, um, an MCU movie that just doesn't stick with me. Like I, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh yeah, that happens. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it just doesn't stay there. Um, it also, this is a really good example of if you want to see how the way that, um, the way that uh, Marvel is evolving in terms of how it like brands and, and, and um, themes certain characters this is a really good example because now Thor is kind of known for kind of being like the funny movies. Um, and then that's great because Taika Waititi is a genius and everything he touches, I will watch. Uh, but so this is like, yeah, they were trying some of that slapsticky stuff in here, but it, they also were like, 
trying to be sincere and trying to be, you know, I, I don't know that they found their footing yet in this. And then and I'll be honest, Keen, you were talking about me. I have not seen Dark World. Um, <laughs> so I have oh. to. So it's I, I so have important. To, I have to see it because I've heard that it's just like it, it wasn't a great movie, but it is extremely important um, in the grand scheme of things. So yeah, I, I I really do like this film. I love the character of Thor. Is one of like probably one of the big three that I read growing up, like X Men, Spider Man, Thor. Um, so um, you know, I, I and I think the casting's great, um, but it it is it still feels it's it's early MCU, and they're still kind of finding their footing about certain things. And um, um, but it is wild. It's like this is ten years old, and visually it could stand up with. You know, by the time the, I don't know if the MCU is ever going to complete because, you know, the comics never just said like, okay, we're yeah. done now. They're just probably going to keep <laughs> doing this in perpetuity. But, um, but, you know, certainly in comics, you can go back and look and say, okay, this is clearly visually from this era. And this is clearly visually from this era. And this is, you know, the nineties and this is the seventies and what, what have you. But like, this could have came out yesterday and I'm not a visual effects artist. So I, I couldn't probably pick it apart with a fine tooth comb, but it looks like it could have come out yesterday and it mm. came out 10 years ago. So. Yeah. Um, this was my first time through. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> uh, I didn't even know Thor was a thing. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was really good. Uh, I was surprised to learn this time through though, or at least remember uh, that Kenneth uh, Branagh, directed this uh and that was surprising because a lot of the stuff he does is much heavier uh and a little level a little bit more much more dramatic uh so it's nice to see there was much more of a balance in this particular uh movie um seeing him kind of tackle tackle this so that was pretty neat uh cast was great uh, i thought the dynamic between jane and thor warmed up as the movie went on there wasn't like bang instant chemistry i felt yeah. uh, but it, it kind of grew as the as the movie went on uh the romance between the two of them that kind of grew seemed unearned but you know i'm fine with it uh and darcy after seeing her in wanda wandavision and the 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 glow up there especially <laughs> in terms of profession and knowledge uh, was was just pretty funny to see where she starts. Like like you, like you said that you remember it. I forgot that she she even says it. I, I just did this for the credits. Like she's not a yeah. science major, and now yeah. she's like a, a respected expert in the in a field. Which is because yeah, the way she broke down shit in Wandavision, you're yeah. sitting there like, oh yeah, of course, yeah, she would know because yeah, wow, good mm -hmm. point. Yeah, and they say that she was the only applicant. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So overall, I thought it was thought it was really good, and I I'd agree with Rob. Like visually, could have come out yesterday. Mm -hmm. That was that was pretty fantastic and good to look at. All right. Uh, so I'll go through kind of some scenes. Um, or actually, before I do that, let me let me just ask: Is there any major things on your mind? Anybody have any major issues with this movie they want to address quick? Not quick, issues? but first. I think it's um not a huge issue. I think. And I also wish Tab was here. I still, I think this is still back when Marvel was having trouble writing women. Because um, yeah, I, I think, see that, yeah. uh, you know, I, I think um, especially Natalie Portman, uh, I, I just, 
I'm I'm very happy that she's going to actually be taking up Mjolnir and you know because I I would have been like if she had never come back in the MCU which looked like that was what was going to happen for a while like it was just like oh you know just forget about her um but I think Jane Foster is written just like kind of like a nothing just like you know insert romantic interest here and you know someone who can like this feels exactly like the black widow in age of ultron which was just like you're just there to like calm the hulk down like come the fuck on these are great mm-hmm. characters so i think um yeah and she's just very focused my, on thor and her feelings exactly and that's my that's my main thing like i'm i'm very happy that it seems like you know that's where the 10 year difference the vi- visuals it could have come out yesterday but like marvel <laughs> is getting better about diversifying writers rooms and diversifying uh directors and 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 diversifying where they focus their films on in terms of character choice and um so that 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 was my only like real issue i was like man this you know they didn't you know it, it yeah they didn't know they weren't they weren't great yet about writing about writing non-male characters i feel yeah. the same way about the queen i can't remember yeah. her actual name but like i was watching like oh yeah renee russo's in this and the fact that i had to say like i'm like wait Renee Russo's like fucking great, and like she's <laughs> barely even barely. mentioned in this yep. whole thing. Pretty good. Um, and uh, the the th- maybe the thing that for me at least, because like like you grew up uh, reading Thor for whatever reason, my dad had me reading Hawkeye and War Machine, so I have no idea why. But um, <laughs> that's so, so funny. Yeah. For me, and we think about it, that makes perfect sense. But for me, um. I'm not too familiar with like Thor's lore, like his villains, his or his uh, what's it called, his rogues gallery or whatever. Uh, so that definitely takes me out of it a little bit. And I do agree because I think uh, Lady Sif, I from what I read before, is like a really great character, and she's barely seen. I mean, she's seen, but like not to the extent that like I heard that she was in the comics. So yeah, I agree with that that point you made earlier. Yeah, I think um, uh, yeah, I'm just putting this out there, actually, uh, King, because you just mentioned Renee Russo. And like, is it possible she has more lines in Endgame than she does in this movie? Yes. I don't know for certain, but it is possible. And like that, that, that makes me think. Um, and, and, and Rob, I'm going to agree with your point, uh, you know, about the, the love story, especially because like that, that is the kind of the, the key issue for me in this movie. And that I don't think it's terrible, but I, I do no. think it kind of speaks to some of the issues they had back then with uh, writing female characters. And and also, but at the same time, I also think this one, kind of, this love story kind of stands out for me in the the, the first phase, go rolling yep. up to the first Avengers. Cause I think, I think the Pepper Tony stuff in uh, the first uh, Iron Man is like really, is really good. Yeah. Uh, and I think they have really great chemistry. And uh, Peggy and Steve Rogers in Captain America, which was the movie that came out right after this one, uh, I think is really good. Um, and this one is just kind of like, kind of there. Um, and I feel like Mike mentioned before about the Kenneth Branagh stuff. And like, that is the, every time I watch this movie, I kind of like wrap my head around that because like parts of it are like very, very like broad, broad, jokey, jokey. And parts of it are very, very like, um, grandiose Shakespearean, you know, all that kind of stuff, which is totally why he got the job. And, and I yeah. totally support that. Um, but it does mean the movie kind of feels kind of like schizophrenic at times. Yeah. Uh, in ways that like I think are really fun, and other ways that kind of feel like really like 
you could have done more with this, I think. So like it, it's 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 a super entertaining movie to watch, but yeah, it's the it's the love story that uh yeah, just kind of I'm, like, I'm eager to see Jane come back. Yeah, and like look, it's not it's not beyond the pale terrible because you no. know, last last episode of the podcast we did Fantastic Four, <laughs> which is like the worst in regards to that. So like, you know, anything anything MCU is better than anything that came before it in terms of you know writing three-dimensional um characters but but it but now but early mcu compared to mcu now is it feels like another pretty big leap not that i can speak for a group of people but to me personally (laughs) it feels like a um like a pretty big leap i think the the jokey stuff on earth uh i get what they're going for like it's it's fish out of water classic fish out of water stuff um yeah it could have been a little balanced but i was okay with it you know, I, I love a good, I'm super strong, nothing can take me, and you get taste, you know. Uh, I, I enjoy I, it. I actually don't think the Thor on Earth stuff, actually, that none of that stuff is the stuff that really kind of rose me the wrong way. Because actually, one of the things I really enjoyed about this movie, and I like the fact that when Captain Marvel came out, it kind of did more or less the same thing, which yeah. is it presented this idea of like, look, Thor has been to other planets. Like, it takes him a second to kind of acclimate and to like, and he brings along his own customs with him, but he's not like wandering around going like, like, what, what are these sounds coming out of this magic box, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Instead, it's like, like every, like, you know, either aliens come to earth or like, I don't know, I'm thinking about like every, every 1980s movie where it's basically just like, what is this city? Um, it's a, it doesn't do any of that stuff. It just like Thor, like, he gets to it um, very, very like quickly, basically just like, all right, got it. Not another planet, got to do this, basically. Like, oh, you don't know about aliens? Okay, you're the weird one. Like, I don't have time mm-hmm. for you. Um, and that's kind of the same thing that, that that Captain Marvel did as well, and I enjoyed it there too, which is the idea of just like, yeah, there's a little bit of culture clash, but just like, look, I know what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. Um, and I really enjoy that. Yeah, I think it was the, the comedy stuff, I think it was more just the Darcy stuff and also like the, the Coulson Shield stuff, basically, that kind of made me go like yeah i don't know like individual lines here and there okay um thor was uh, i don't have all of the movies in my head at this point but where is thor in the the timeline uh we had iron man which kind of kicked things off right yep. this the fourth movie it comes out uh it goes iron man incredible hulk iron man 2 this okay so, so super early everything else so far up to this point, anybody with powers is man-made, right? Yes. Um, Thor is the most mutiny, uh, although he's, he's God, uh, that's that's kind of come out to this point. Yeah. I mean, just, that, that's more super, just a thought. He's actually a superhuman, like, human. Is he like an Omega kind of thing or no? It depends on which version of Thor. Because, <laughs> well, like, like, Odin Thor is, like, unstoppable, if, yeah. if I remember right. Okay. I... I was wondering about this as as, as well because um, and and I'm going to have to defer to you know the experts here basically regarding uh, this character who I didn't really grow up reading so I don't know that much about but it felt like because this is so early they're very very clear to kind of couch this in the sense of like look this isn't magic this is just very very advanced science basically but my question is is that true to the spirit of Thor, because I feel like they kind of walk that back maybe slightly in some of the later movies, and I'm just curious about that. I mean, I think uh, that line he says is accurate as far as like, <laughs> as far as he says, like, it's like 
they meld the two words basically magic magic and science because like a lot of the a lot of the things especially later on a lot of things that loki does appear to be magic when re- i mean it ugh, it is but it's more deceptive shit because he's the god of mischief so like all right he's a bad example hold on um uh, you know what you know you know how this works a little bit better <laughs> i hate saying it in the sequel they go a little bit deeper into it they actually mm-hmm. show different things in um in asgard about uh that world because i think jane comes there because she has the fucking ether in her or whatever yep. so she because she's there we get to see more of it the best part i think might have been like the which is amazing to me that it was the medical room this entire world all you got is a room you have a whole <laughs> hospital uh but yeah the healing room i remember she's in and the way that they showed it it was very similar to the way um they worked on uh people in wakanda where like they yes. they, they brought up different right. things yeah. they, you could mm-hmm. see read vitals so that's science yeah but the way yeah it's it the even looks movie like talks better about it yeah it even looks like tony stark's like you know kind of like you know table yeah. you know, like where like the holograms come up she's like oh give me the exploded view of that like oh i'm gonna take around in there yeah. yeah it feels very very familiar to that yeah mm-hmm. yeah he so i'm looking up just real quick and kind of the established you know because people throw omega level around a lot but kind of like the established definition of what that means at least in the comics is um it's usually used for mutants, but you can kind of use it for non-mutant superheroes too. But it's it's any anyone uh, who whose power in that power classification does not have an upper limit. Um, ah, okay. So like, it's kind of infinite. Like if you if you use telekinesis, like like Professor Xavier is kind of like an omega level um, uh, use of of of. Um, telekinesis and and just mentalism and not mentalism that's the wrong word but anyway um but like in the comics thor has defeated the phoenix force and could kill a weakened galactus and and destroy planets with you know he needs mjolnir but he's he's literally the god of thunder and lightning and he's definitely omega level in the so so you know when he loses that power here and he kind of gets hit by a taser and it hurts him you know he he's he's not but i think later in the movies you know he he defeats a weakened uh thanos and he can kind of like go toe-to-toe with thanos who certainly with the affinity gauntlet is omega level and beyond so he's he's very 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 powerful especially when he's like at his best so th- so this film does you know but a lot of times he doesn't have he doesn't have his powers and he doesn't have Mjolnir so for most of this film he's kind of not so it's not um he's just a real strong really really strong human throughout most of this film until you know until Mjolnir finally comes back to him and he he's got the suit and and and, and he's you know glowing he, but he doesn't have his uh Led Zeppelin um immigrant song moment in in this film yeah uh, which uh, the why they ever don't make that just always his music like that should be his oh my god forever (laughs) it's perfect yeah well they were still trying to figure this out because i don't know if you guys watched all the way to the end credits but this movie ends with a foo fighters song (laughs) (laughs) how did you feel about the um the villains you had the well first of all loki is one of the main villains of the film uh kind of overseeing everything 
But I felt that they, because I'm not familiar with them from the comics, but they were more menacing at times than the White Walkers were on mm. Game of Thrones. And that started around this time, too. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. good point. Hmm. Yeah, the Frost Giants and the White Walkers are super, like, they, they even kind of look similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have yeah, there similar was definitely a Night King look. Real yeah. cold powers and um, How kind of big, an endless horde. How big are the Frost Giants? Because, like, they, because I remember when he was taught when Lofi or Lofi were talking to Odin, he was like kind of barely to barely showing like his his uh, torso, and Odin's like on a on a horse, and his his head is like right there next to yeah, him. Yeah, they're like, tall. Okay, so at least like what like eight feet maybe. Yeah, or, like about that. So okay. eight nine feet. Yeah. Um, um I think uh, the thing that once again I I, I forgot is. The build, like like someone said earlier, this was like the first episode of a sitcom. So the the build and the transformation that went through with, um, with uh, with with Loki was amazing. The fact that he was just so subtle at the start of it, because like if you go into the movie, you know who Loki is. No, I'm sorry. If you go into the movie and you're like you're a Marvel fan, yeah, you have inclin inclination of like who Loki is, but he's like really like chill. Kind of like in the in the background, like, hey brother, uh, don't do this. And then and then he literally feeds him like, all right, hey man, you shouldn't do this. No, yeah. no, no. I see the look in your eye. Don't do it. And like mm-hmm. that was so simple and easy. And Thor's just so dumb. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so for him to like pull the strings on it, and the fact that like when he found out he was a frost giant it was really cool. And I thought the first time watching it, he was doing it for that. And then when he saved Odin, he 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 flipped it on. He killed his own father for his his adopted father. Um, and then at, at the very end, you're like, oh, he doesn't care about anybody. This yeah. is literally all yeah. about Loki. That's it. Yeah. Power and Loki. That's all. That's yeah. that's his. That's it. Um, he's, go ahead. he's um he's like and and. Of all the characters in this movie who exist further into the MCU, you know, canon, Loki goes through the biggest change in terms of how he's presented. Like Thor has a pretty big change where now he's kind of he's funny and he's gregarious and like, you know, he's cracking jokes and like kind of self-aware. But Loki, like Loki in this film does not rep does not uh does not like resemble Loki in later films at all in terms of like how kind of trickstery he gets and he's he's almost like like i don't see a trickster god in this i see like a conniving backstabbing like yeah yeah. menacing um like son of a bitch son of a bitch in this one but like he doesn't have that kind of like trickster kind of like i'm here just to like cause a little chaos yeah there's chaos no humor yeah i don't think he hasn't tapped into like the charm of him yet like he's just yeah definitely on the surface level but like when he hit that charm and like it's, it's def- definitely def- uh, special parts in the movies and especially in Loki. Yeah. Uh, when he when he's I forgot the guy's name, but when he's uh, on the plane and a little wink, like that's 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 clear yeah. Loki now. But that yeah. wasn't Loki in this movie. Yeah. There's no puny god moment. In, in yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, I mean that's what I mean. I mean because I feel like they carried that through all of his after the first Avengers, which you know again was like two movies after this one like they really tap into the idea of just like oh loki is best when like he's kind of at least slightly frustrated Mm -hmm. um and more kind of you know 
controlled but also still like manic and also kind of throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks yeah. like like and that combination is really fun um yeah they're still playing with that in this movie so that that that, that alone makes it really interesting to watch this kind of alternate take on loki i want to say something real quick not not about the villains but something that rob said um <laughs> i don't down. think <laughs> uh, I, I in my opinion no um <laughs> when it comes to thor i think he's always been that because you even see it when he first walked well actually when they were kids he was loud boisterous i'm proud i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that so that part of him never changed like that's still there it's just this movie humbled the fuck out of him Mm -hmm. which allowed that other side to be less broy and douchey yeah and you can kind of like all right he's like that one loud friend you have like and uh you can keep him around but like if he if he didn't go through this change in this one, he'd been a complete asshole. You're like, all right, cool, you can help us, but we're not hanging out. This is yeah, yeah, fuck out of here. Right. So yeah. <clears throat> so he's. Yeah, I'm waiting for that thing for. I'm waiting for that to happen with Hawkeye. <laughs> Keep waiting. Uh, so Loki's plot was basically he wants to be king. I mean, it boils down to I want to be king, mm-hmm. and I'll do anything to make it happen. But within the movie, he allows some frost giants into kind of bait Thor into going to what's the name of the planet? Yo, yo, Yolamite, Yolanheim, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yolamite. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yolamite. All right. Uh, He does. Odin shows up and is like, you go back. (laughs) You're done here. (laughs) Room, no supper. Uh, and then he banishes banishes Thor. Uh, and then the plan is like, Thor's out of the way, so now I'm going to deal with my dad. He goes into the Odin sleep. <laughs> what is? He's just taking a long nap. Yeah, he's it's a the... coma. It's a coma based state where he actually like recharges and powers. <laughs> and the only reason why? Oh, all right. Uh, apparently, he's not attacking you yet. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, about for listeners at yeah, listeners at home, uh, the same cat that attacked uh Rob during the show. Is now on his shoulder like a Pokemon. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I um, I learned this from uh, one of the greatest games ever, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, mm-hmm. and ah. it's a huge deal when he's in when he's in Odin's sleep. He's incapacitated. He can't do shit, but he knows what's going on. He hears everything. He sees everything. Um, and in in that game, uh, if you play the whole game. Sorry for diverging, but you play the whole game. There's different points in it where you have to make a choice, make a decision. One of my decisions led to Odin dying and Thor being upset, and he destroyed the world. But you know, whatever. Uh, you got to crack some eggs. But um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's basically can... the Odin suit. Keen, but by the way, I don't think you can blame all of that on you, honestly. I, I think yeah. I, I, Thor's reaction is his own. It's 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 not mm-hmm. your fault. Yeah, maybe choices. I didn't use him enough. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. All right, so he's in his his Odin sleep, watching and hearing everything, and uh, Thor is on Earth doing doing his penance and trying to become a changed man. He makes, speaking of eggs, he makes some, it seems, uh, and then he sacrifices himself, goes back up. Um, but the deal was with the Frost Giants that, okay, he's out of the way. You come kill my dad because it won't look too good if I killed the uh, previous king, and you get your... Um, battery back, um, whatever whatever this thing is that allowed that their source of power or something something like that. 
It's different mm-hmm. from yeah. the Tesseract, right? That wasn't the... Yeah, it's that, not we the see Tesseract. that at the very end. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Thor gets his powers back because he sacrifices himself, and uh, he's, he wins. <laughs> he beats everybody back. Uh, and Loki dies? Sure. That doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, general plot question. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, general plot things. Uh, I mean, it's all made up shit, but how did you feel about it? Uh, super duper Shakespearean, and I loved it for it because, mm-hmm. um, because like I said, it it, it 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 seems like a lot, but it's literally a lot of steps for A to B plan. Me, King, that's it. I don't care what I got to do to get there, but that's the end goal. And the fact mm-hmm. that he laid out all these little things, these little nuggets, and this happens, but then this happened. Oh, I could never, you know, like you said, oh, I can't be my first thing to go back against the previous king. I would never do that, blah, 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 blah. And it's just, uh, yeah, plot-wise, I thought it was really, really good. Um, yeah, I thought it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my favorite stuff in this movie, honestly, like all the machinations of Loki's plot, because it's 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 pretty tight, you know, like even even with this like change in motivations, like he's really good at, you know, kind of planting all these seeds and kind of, you know, making these things pay off. And then there's the other betrayal, you know, of the frost giants later on, which is which is which is cool and all that kind of stuff. And the way he takes care of of, you know, the, the way he temporarily incapacitates Heimdall, basically, which is like, oh, even when he has to improvise, like he's good at coming up with stuff, basically. So, yeah, he's he's. Yeah, I, I think it's the first Avengers movie where I think Loki like really pops as like a villain, but I think this is this is a very solid uh, warm up for him. I think um, I think that uh, this this worked really well. That my favorite parts of it were so Thor exists in this weird Marvel space where he's not an original Marvel like he the the, the Marvel character Thor was created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Yes, but was based whole cloth and and uses it this would be almost like if oh yeah Stan, if stanley and jack Kerber were like oh well we've got this new character and his name's jesus and <laughs> he's you know and like because this this came from mythology what and, are his and, powers and, 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 yeah and for say is he omega level um <laughs> and you know so this this is mythology so which means that at a time this was religion and um, so it's like learning about this real stuff that they kind of folded into it, you know, mm-hmm. all the different, um, you know, the, the world tree and, and, and that kind of stuff was, was always was my favorite because they basically like have to do an origin story for someone who has always been this thing. Um, and that's so there is a little bit like you need to kind of hand the audience like, hey, if that, you're new to this, like that children's the... book part was perfect. It was yeah, just like exactly. Yeah. Um, so I like those tender moments and I like, um, those moments of like levity and, 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 and sincerity, um, that were kind of used in between like giant moments of action. And, and this movie was like at times a caper movie and at times a, like a, almost like the expendables and, (laughs) um, and also like the day the earth stood still. So, Mm -hmm. you know, this is, this movie's got a, a ton of influences and um kind of spiritual um predecessors to it uh and i, and I think it worked it, it, it never felt like it was dragging um and it never felt like it um 
was going too fast either. So it, it kind of like laid right in that cut of the pacing was very good. I think it came in at a at a cool like hour fifty four or something like that. Uh, I don't yeah. think it. Yep. Which is like like that's great for non epic <laughs> Marvel movies. For non like you know this is the culmination of everything we've been building across all our you know all of our properties. I'm fine with it being like I don't want it to be like an hour and a half. But I don't I don't need every Marvel movie to be two two hours and forty five minutes. You know I I I got things to do. Um, so I thought it was great. Yeah, and you had mentioned uh, Stan Lee a moment ago. So uh, his cameo within this a great one, quick, yeah. simple. Yeah. Um, when they're trying to pull out the hammer uh, from uh, the rocks where Odin had had sent it, uh, and he's in the truck pulling it, pulls the whole back of the truck off uh did it work (laughs) Uh, and everybody just laughs uh my question because uh i wasn't i wasn't sure as i listened through uh the fantastic four did he have a cameo in that he did yeah there's a cameo there i was mailman okay yeah he's in the baxter building at one point yeah okay so that that extends beyond the mcu (laughs) stuff his his cameos yeah all right Uh, um I love that. Oh, sorry. Good. No, I was about to say I love that stuff too, with the um, trying to lift Molinier and all kinds of before Shield gets involved. I I love the idea Mm -hmm. like a bunch of bunch of rowdy friends basically just trying to lift uh, lift that. But and (laughs) but but it's also it's not just funny, but it's also like okay, like this is the whole mythology thing too, because it's like it's you know the the iconography is Norse, but it's also it's very it's very Arthurian and all the kind of stuff. I'm just like Mm -hmm. this is fun. I like this kind of blending of stuff. It's neat. Yeah. Is it Age of Ultron when they're doing that in in the when the, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Vision ends up being yeah. able to to wield it or at least lift it. I think he picks it up and hands it to Thor or something like that. Right? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's all. Is that which is the one Steve, where Captain America Steve made him like sweat? Same part. Same part. Steve, Steve made, made him sweat. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yes, <laughs> I know. I know. Opinions on Age of Ultron are very, very mixed. But I have to say, like everything that happens with Molinier, like that's a perfect. Setup. Yep. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, of all the hammers in the MCU, the <laughs> clear, clear favorite hammer. <laughs> yeah. Uh how'd you feel about uh as he calls them uh Lady Sith and the Warriors Three? <laughs> not enough. Not yeah, enough. Not yeah. enough. I wanted him to play a little pan flute as he said. It. <laughs> um Yeah, not enough of them. They and they kind of feels like abandoned that for the Valkyrie in later, you know, um in later uh like Thorian um as guardian uh movies because you know i don't know um yeah i didn't care about them as much as i think the movie wants me to yeah um, and i think it's just because they just kind of like drop in there again i don't need to see a half hour of like exposition getting me to care about them so i'm fine with it but uh mm. but yeah you know yeah i i feel like yeah i i don't think they're given quite enough to do except to just kind of be Thor's friends who are second guessing Loki. Like, and that, that's fine. That totally serves a plot purpose, but I feel like they don't get, um, you, you get some stuff on the, the frost giant planet, which is like really good. And like, that's a really fun action yeah. sequence. But um, um, we were talking about the jokey stuff earlier. And like this connects actually, because um, can I tell you like the line in this movie? The, the, there's one line in this movie. I just plain do not like it all, which is when, uh, which is when they're walking down the street basically. And the shield guy goes like, Oh, okay. Like reported in, we have a, uh, what does he say? We have um, 
oh, he says we have a Jackie Jack Chan, Chan and a Dina and, and a, you know Robin Hood, and like it's the kind of thing that just we go like I'm not gonna go so far as to say like that joke is problematic, but like it does make me slightly uncomfortable. I don't know. Um, and it's just like and I feel like it undercuts like these characters who should be like they should be popping on their own instead like the biggest you know the the this big joke in the movie is basically about kind of undercutting them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I'd agree. Um, yeah. The the only thing I would go oh, ahead. No, you go. I was gonna say, uh, 2011 was a different time. Um, what? <laughs> if you the the most cringiest, I felt like just going back for different things. I remember one time I went back and watched some of the Community outtakes. Ooh. 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 Yeah, it gets spicy. <laughs> Man, they yeah. were off the chain. They won't uh, even play the Dungeons and Dragons episode. Like they don't have the Dungeons and Dragons episode right. on really streaming platforms. Yeah. No. Okay. Ken Jong's in Ken Jong's in effective blackface like the whole time. Yeah. Oh, say he's a dark elf, but it's like wowzers. <laughs> yeah. Which and it's one of those things too, where like not to get on like a whole tangent, but like it's one of those things where like it's clearly done ironically because Shirley is even in the room going like, um, this is offensive. Um, but still, it's the kind of thing. It's just like, yeah, but it's still there, and yeah, like, yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. Ugh. Anyway, um. yeah. Uh, one line I did enjoy, or uh, I, I I like Agent Coulson as a character. Um, sure. Oh, always. I hope I hope they find a way to bring him back through some kind of multiverse. Multiverse. Yeah, because yeah. uh, that would be great. He is a great character, and he does have some great comic timing too. Um, I liked when he, after Thor defeats the, uh, the iron giant, uh, he, he comes back and, uh, what the hell does he say? He's, he's walking down. He's like, uh, excuse me, uh, Donald, uh, cause he called himself like <laughs> Donald Blake or something. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't think you've been entirely honest. Um, <laughs> and then he does the whole thing where you think something bad's going to happen and then he's like, oh, here's this, here's that. Uh, you need your research. Yeah, you're going to need to do all that stuff. But it was just one line delivery I enjoyed from him. But he's, he's good. He has, he has another great line that I really enjoy when they first capture Thor. And he just says, he just says, says something about like how Thor, you know, incapacitated or whatever, or made a whole bunch of S.H.I.E.L.D. guys look like, uh, you know, mm -hmm. cops or whatever. And he says, that's hurtful. And like, that was <laughs> really funny to me. That's a really funny line. I think it's all in the delivery. And asking him where he trained. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on, Coulson. Um, yeah. I also like uh, Selvig. This is his, mm -hmm. I think, first appearance in the MCU of many yeah. to come. Yep. Yeah. He's a great character. Yes, he um, is. Doesn't he great go a little guy. nuts at some point? He goes nuts. Well, I mean, in Avengers. In Avengers. Possessed, yeah. And then in Thor The Dark World, he goes nuts. I think as a byproduct of him being possessed before, like he never fully kind of came back kind of thing. Um, but then we see him again and he seems to be, he seems to be doing much better. Yeah. He's really, um, yeah, he's, he, he's, he, he's fun. I really like that. I, I like the, I like the, all the children's book stuff. And I, I like the, you know, like the, the, the connection to the culture and, and all that, 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 that's really enjoyable. And like all the, I feel like, I feel like, Sometimes in a movie like this, you get like a lot of like either very recognizable character actors or like big name actors as well who kind of show up and they're just kind of like whatever. Um, and I don't think this movie does that because like all the players, I think, and especially, and I'm thinking, 
Um, uh, you know, I'm thinking of, I mean, and Stellan Skarsgård's really good in this, but also like Anthony Hopkins, I think is great in this movie. Oh, and yeah. like, he kind of doesn't have to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and I feel like in even the sequels, he seems kind of checked out, I think a little bit, but I think he's really in this movie a lot. And I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the first MCU appearance of Hawkeye? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yep. that's, that's a moment. It is. That is, it's, it's, it is kind of laying the groundwork continuing to lay the groundwork for like oh we're gonna see all these people again this is gonna be a thing we haven't really done in movies before of like just a giant interconnected multiverse i i can't think of another you know star wars maybe but most of what marvel's doing is an actual feature films and a lot of like the extended star wars universe is done in cartoons and um you know even video games and things like that so and and i think you're absolutely right. And I think this is the first time they like really, really did that because they were like little references and stuff beforehand. But they actually, for what I understand, this is trivia, unless it's I'm completely wrong and then it's bullshit. But I believe this is correct trivia that they reshot that like that stuff did not exist up until like about a month or two before the movie was going to come out. They shot it at the very, very last minute now knowing that Hawkeye was going to be in Avengers. And so they plugged that stuff in like originally. Mm. Originally, Hawkeye is not in that scene at all. Um, I, I don't even think there is a guy like in a crane, like taking a, a shot at Thor. Basically, that's all stuff they late put in because they realized like we're really building something here. Yeah, um, as, as the resident Hawkeye expert, um, <laughs> I'll say this: I remember first watching this, and um, internet was a <laughs> the internet was the internet around in 2011. It was, but it wasn't obviously it wasn't up to this level <laughs> of like uh, spoilers kind of thing yet. But I remember, I don't know if I heard about it or what, but I remember seeing them and I just thought like, wow, they really got, and I'm like, that's when it started hitting me like, oh my God, they're really going to do the Avengers. If they got Hawkeye just randomly in this movie, just to make sure you see him, he's definitely going to be in it. But my thing was, he's like, all right, we need, we need eyes on this. He reaches for a gun. It was like, you know what? Mm. <laughs> Give me that bow and arrow, baby. And I'm just like, all right. That's all confidence. Right. Uh, I also really loved Heimdall throughout this movie too. Uh, So stoic, so serious, but also in those moments where he uh, kind of just breaks, uh, like the moment where it's like Heimdall, what if, you know, Heimdall might be watching us and then like, knock, 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 Heimdall demands your presence. (laughs) Uh, And then he's like, so your plan is to do this, that, and the other thing? Uh, yes. Okay, good. Here's what we're going to do. (laughs) Well, Keen, it's, I mean, you just mentioned, it's just like, was the internet still around in 2011? Jokingly. And I was basically just like, and and I was going to get to Heimdall because like, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was a lot of people who were really, really upset that Idris Elba was cast as Heimdall in this movie. And all I can think is just like, oh, wow, the internet was exactly the same back then as it was, as it is now. Because of his accent? Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Idiots. Imagine being upset that Idris Elba is cast in anything. Yes, like, seriously. We want our project to be everything. mediocre at best. Yes. He can put ah, range. Was Luther man. out yet? Talk about range. I think Luther was out. I I, I want to say I think I it was airing. I don't know if I don't know if we I don't know if America knew about it just yet. Yeah, I don't know if America knew about okay. it. Yo, when I the wire. Uh, no, I mean, no, yeah, he was. The, yeah, the he was definitely on the wire. True, true. Yeah, yeah. Ring a bell. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, about Heimdall. He is such a powerful, cool character. But you don't you don't see enough. And like, um, yeah. And 
I think I think Thor because it's like you said one because like it's based on mythology and it's based uh I think Thor's world is so vast he has so many different like robes in his gallery that like I don't think you'll ever I don't think we'll ever see as full of a world that like uh Asgard can be and mm-hmm. uh I don't think you're ever gonna see like uh how cool Heimdall really is so yeah have to be flashbacks now uh, yeah both Heimdall and Asgard, right? <laughs> oh yeah. shit! I'm 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 sorry. I'm just suddenly remembering that, like, of all the people, the deaths they walked back from Infinity War, Heimdall is not one of them. Heimdall is dead, right? It happened it's before. Time. It happened Multiverse. Before, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Loki's probably Loki could pull him in from one of the alternative universes. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. Make up for. Yeah, I bet for, you uh, we see mistakes. Heimdall and Loki. I bet you. We should do a thing of like, like Stone Cold Locks for before we <laughs> jump into Loki. Oh, I'd do it. As, I'll do it because there's about a zero percent chance we don't see Heimdall at least in one of these universes. I would love um, All right, let's hit some. Well, let me ask if there's any further thoughts on Thor, and then we'll get to some winners and losers. Um, just just going back to what I was saying before, I really enjoyed just like, like I said, he was just brash and just being a young dumb jock be like i'm cool i'm this and then when when loki hit him with that shit he was just like man i gotta change this is i gotta grow the fuck up (laughs) this is Mm -hmm. i'm stuck here i gotta live with these people all right um here's some eggs i'm sorry i was a jerk uh i won't break any more mugs i'm very sorry about that (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. it was a one-man intervention yep (laughs) my thought is i'm really excited um my thought involves where Thor is going, um, specifically with um, with uh, Natalie Portman. And I'm excited that Marvel is deciding that we can have like different different characters under the same name while mm-hmm. like at the same time. Because it, you know we kind of we we had it with um, you know the Falcon becoming Captain America outright, but you know Steve Rogers had to go away for that. But in the Marvel comics, there was like constantly situations where they were like two of this character because like one was off on elsewhere. Spider-Man. Off-world Spider-Man for sure. You mm-hmm. know, um, Captain America. Like, so I'm, I'm excited that like Thor still exists and also we have Thor and it's great. And I'm really, because um, I think like the Thor part of the MCU is such an interesting one because of what I was saying before, because it's like actually pulling from real world mythology, not like mythology that was created by you know the marvel writers from which you know is as close to modern mythology as we as we get um so i'm I'm super excited where this where this branch of the mcu world tree is going to lead i don't have a final thought i have a final question because again i'm not super i'm not as versed in the mythology as i should be uh all i keep thinking about is okay so we learn in this movie that all Norse mythology is real, or at least it's, you know, at least some kind of interpretation of it, basically. In the comics, are effectively, are all mythologies real? They have other instances. I think um, what, there's like, I mean, there's Hercules is a Marvel Yeah, I was going to say that. Okay, yeah. okay. And then also, I want to say... Does it use Ares or Mars? Or is I think it's Ares. I think it's Ares. Ares. Okay. So I know yeah. that, like, the Greek pantheon... Uh, okay can exist in in the mcu i don't know if like 
I want to, I'm trying to think of like, there's a, like, like those pantheons exist. I don't know if like they have like actual characters. I'm trying to think of like okay. Egypt, at the Egyptian mythology or. Well, then that the, breaks down to like X-Men and that you bring in. Exactly. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And they do talk Apocalypse. about Apocalypse and the Four yeah. Horsemen. So like they bring that into, that's a real thing. So. Uh, and like, there's Mephisto, so like, yeah. there's a so, Christian yep, devil. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there could be a Jesus who just shows up. <laughs> yeah, but what are his powers? <laughs> <laughs> since we were talking, I mean, all, all I can think about is, uh, sorry, since we since we now brought up Jesus twice, uh, let's have a little talk about Jesus. No, um, so, say so, it like, again. He has to show up. <laughs> the cock has crowed three times. Don't, don't say it in the mirror three times. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> No, all I can think about is that Patton Oswalt bit where like Jesus is trying to join the Avengers. Like, what are your powers? Like, well, well, one time we had only a little bit of bread and a little bit of fish, and before we all knew it, everyone had a nice lunch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> all right, then let's hit some winners and losers. We'll start with the losers. Uh, Keen. Uh, it hurts me to say, uh, but I think I think a loser in this uh is probably Heimdall um mm. because for a good chunk of the movie which I and the other thing too is like how long how much time does this movie cover like two days yeah like two or, or like, three days I was thinking okay yeah. um because my man was frozen with a bifrost for a minute like literally <laughs> encased in ice just mm -hmm. sitting there like like I know he's not here anymore, <laughs> yeah. but I want to swing this sword at somebody mm -hmm. um and I think his powers are so cool. The fact that he he sees all, hears all, and yeah, just not enough of him. So yeah, he's the yeah. loser. Honestly, little invasive Heimdall. Uh, Rob, <laughs> um, uh, the Warriors three. Uh, <laughs> I just yeah, I think they get kind of a short shrift in this in this film, and they're really great. Yeah, we, there's some there's some fun moments, but like, um, I don't know that the film gives them as much as I would have liked. Michael? I'm also going to say the Warriors 3, but specifically, uh, and I'm going to need help here, actually. Which of the Warriors 3 is the the guy with the beard who loves to eat and drink? Um, because oh, I Tall feel Gimli. Like, yeah, Tall, tall Gimli. Oh, oh, Tall Gimli. <laughs> yeah, Tall Gimli. <laughs> and my brain like, yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Tall. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, Tall Gimli. <laughs> Because uh, I feel like he gets the shortest of the it, of the shift there. Um, is it Volstog? It could be. I do not yes. remember the. It's, Vol it's Volstog. I do not not know their names. Because I he, feel like yeah, yeah. I just think he's, he's described a, as Falstaffian, and that has to be him. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah, I could totally see that. Um, but yeah, I just feel like just like oh, let's just have him eat and drink stuff. Basically, just like oh, okay. I like to eat and drink too. What's your point? Um, yeah. All right. My loser, losers, actually, um, the that town in New Mexico. Oh, boy. That got totally <laughs> fucked up because there's not much to do, and it all got destroyed. Yeah, New Mostly, Mexico's just always right. getting blown up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that poor small town. Where are people going to shop and get a drink? And I'm sure right. S.H.I.E.L.D. try to cover it up, basically, but, like, this is still, like, Hydra-infested S.H.I.E.L.D., so you know, like, they, 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 they refurbished the town, but they did it all wrong and stuff, mm -hmm. basically. And Cheapest contractors they could find. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> because they're all skimming. Uh, let's do winners. Michael. 
Um, I'm gonna say Thor, honestly, because like I think it's uh, you know, he he um he grows, you know, the fuck up, uh, you know, like Keen said. But I mean, also kind of in the grand scheme of things, like it's tough to remember back then, but like these movies, the like the phase one movies, especially because they're kind of taking the scraps, I think, and and you know, for lack of a better term, not that these are lesser characters, but I think they're kind of seen as like these are the characters that nobody wanted to make a movie out of, basically. Like these are the characters that Marvel had left that they wanted to kind of do. And, and Iron Man, I think, was kind of considered second tier before uh Oh, for sure. Kind of yeah. Out. Um and uh, and I don't want to speak for whether or not Thor was in the exact same camp, but at the very least, you know, there weren't a lot of people outside of Marvel that seemed to have a lot of confidence in that character to like uh, you know, hold their own in the movie. And one thing I think this movie does great is like it really establishes like, yeah, Thor, he's a character basically. He's mm-hmm. super powerful. Like he's got this these things going for him. And like they all all I feel like every single Marvel movie that introduces a Marvel like a, a Marvel main character does like a really solid job of convincing you, the audience member, like why this character you might have never heard of before, why they're secretly awesome. Um and this is this is another one of those one along one of those lines. Yeah. Rob. I'm gonna go with Heimdall. Uh, I definitely hear, I totally agree with why he could be the biggest loser, but um, I just think he steals the whole damn show and uh, and I want more. Lisa, uh, King. Uh, gotta go with the whole reason why we even watched it. Uh, Loki, the fact that <laughs> he was the the puppeteer throughout the entire thing and someone presented somebody said earlier like uh he had he had plan b's to his plan b like he knew exactly how he wanted things to fall and the fact that he was able to like um correct course when needed we've seen so many villains and like once one thing goes wrong, that's it. They're gonna go. They say fuck this. I'm gonna destroy everything. I don't care. He was very, very technical. Like, oh, okay, all right, this didn't work. Oh, but hmm, maybe I could use this instead of. So yeah, it was very, very methodical, and I enjoyed that. So yeah, definitely Loki. Uh, my winner. I'm gonna go with the I believe newly engaged, Kat Dennings, uh, nice. for uh this particular role because she gets this. She gets hmm. Thor two goes away for a long time <laughs> and then we see her in WandaVision. Uh so this this role and she played it well. Um yeah. I, I do enjoy it. I know that there are people that have issues with her particular delivery or acting or anything that they want to have problems with. Um but she is uh she's she's good within within this role. I like it. Yeah I, I feel like not to yeah I, I feel like my problem with this with her in this movie is not her it's the fact that her character only exists to be comic relief and that always kind of bugs me mm-hmm. bit. for sure um all right well that will do it for oh snap covering thor we'll be back next week covering something else loki related uh so subscribe like whatever you got to do check out xroadscomedy.com and something will be there a week from when you're listening to this all right thank you keen thank you rob thank you michael thank you all for listening Bye. Later. See ya. <laughs> Later.